Ready for a new and exciting career challenge? At DHL Supply Chain, you're part of a team committed to creating innovative solutions for some of the biggest brands in the world. We're recognized as a best place to work, where people are valued, supported, and respected. DHL Supply Chain is hiring for a wide range of salaried operational and functional roles. Previous experience in logistics is welcome, but not required. All opportunities, no boundaries. DHL Supply Chain. Apply today at joindhl.com. Remember the Thai Cave Rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Yeah, welcome in pro wrestling fans. Busted Open Nation here on a Saturday. It's time for the podcast edition of Busted Open. I'm your weekend host, Ryan McKinnell. Got my tag team partner along for the ride, Andreas Hale, here on a Saturday. And we take a deep dive into the role of Paul Heyman in the bloodline. This was the week of Paul Heyman, Monday and Friday. The man was everywhere and he was making you care. Speaking of making us care, who made us care the most this week in the week of professional wrestling? That's right, it wouldn't be a Saturday show without Weekly Winner where we give you the best show that was in the week of professional wrestling. And we follow that up with some talk about the returning Ronda Rousey. Where is the interest? Where is the fire? And just how long can the WWE keep going back to the well that is Ronda Rousey? All that and more inside this edition of Busted Open. So sit back, relax, and click play. Let's get it going. Busted Open on Saturday. And the- did it make you care? Did it make you believe anymore as we head into Elimination Chamber, Andreas Hale, that Sami Zayn has a chance to dethrone the head of the table? No. <laughs> I mean, I just, I'm sorry. It, it's, I know people <laughs> are holding out hope. I'm sorry. I, like, I, I just don't see it. I, I mean, I want to see it. And I, I know some people say, well, you probably believe it was WrestleMania. I was like, I don't know. I, I don't know. But I just feel like, Again, the Sammy Owens, Kevin's, uh, Sammy Owens, Sammy Zayn, Kevin Owens uh, unification is what the story, the meat of the story that needs to happen at in Montreal. So that being said, I don't see Sammy beating Roman. No, is that what's going to happen? Because also so much of this story and we really saw it last night, right? Is Jay Uso. Like, where is the conflict? What is going to happen? Is it blood? Is it friendship? Where are the lines being drawn? And how much confusion does he find himself in? Because, we, I mean, I don't know, man. Like, are we going to even get Usos and, and Owens and Zayn at WrestleMania? I, I, I don't know which way they're going to go with this. Listen, I'm not going to be mad if everything lines up in a predictable fashion, kind of like the way the Royal Rumble played out. I didn't mind that. I thought it was actually really good storytelling. Yes, it was predictable. Cody came back at 30. Yeah, he won. I get it. Yada, yada, yada. But I still like the way it played out. I like the final push with him and Gunther. There's a lot to like about the way that was story was constructed, albeit predictable. 
I think the same thing can be said how we head into WrestleMania. It can be predictable, and you can still do it a really entertaining way. I'm just, I'm just, it, do you think, especially with the way they're telling the story, with the conflict of Jay, like, how do you see this going? Like, if it is going to be the Usos versus Sammy and, 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 and Kevin at WrestleMania, then there has to be a, a really big about face with 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 Jay Uso. Like he's gonna have to go from being conflicted to having no question about where he stands, or maybe not. Maybe that's the story, Dre. Maybe the conflict and his questioning: Am I blood, or am I, or do, or am I as a big a fan of Sammy and KO as the fans are? Like, am I here for the bloodline? Am I here for my Us? Am I here for my brother? Or am am I here for the story? Like, I mean, I think there is a, a fun narrative to kind of play with, and they have been playing with that. Yeah. I mean, let's look at this from the top. It's been about Jay and Sammy from day one, right? Yeah. Jay Uso had to go through hell with his cousin, with Roman, going all the way back to Hell in the Cell with Jimmy yeah. returning. He had to go through hell, and he watched Sammy kind of waltz in and break up the family almost, okay. right? And in, in due time, he finally, he was the last to accept. He was the last to accept. And, and, and let's not forget, I always felt like some of that disenfranchisement came with the fact that what they had to go through, Jimmy and Jay, to essentially get jumped into the bloodline. They had to go through hell. They were tortured. They were beat down. They were stretched thin, right? He didn't really have to do that. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, you know, you mentioned it before on my podcast, part of Cal Dansby said, Sami Zayn is the heel in this feud. If you really look at it, he came in and broke up the family. He was just kind of like this freelancer who showed up one day, was happy-go-lucky. Look like, at, hey. I was saying, looking like the caddy from Happy Gilmore. Yep. <laughs> he pulled up. He wanted to join the bloodline. And they're like, dog, you're not a oose. You're not a oose. Yeet. You're not a oose. But in due time, he ingratiated himself into the family yeah. to the behest of Jay Uso. So over the past nine months, we have watched Jay finally come to terms with, all right, fine, I'm going to accept this dude until they turned on him. And Jay leaving the ring at Royal Rumble may not have been because he didn't want anything to happen to Sammy, but it was the disgust that it took all of this to finally realize his true colors. So there's so many layers to this story, and it'll be fun to see how they get there if it is, in fact, Jay turned on Sammy. The bigger idea, in my opinion, is does Jay eventually turn on Roman through all of this? Because the foundation of the bloodline was Jay Uso and Roman Reigns and their feud and how Jay had to get destroyed and jumped yes. in basically to be a part yeah. of this. Yeah. Everything else since then has been about those two. And Sammy's been the third wheel. Solo Sokoa, Jimmy, even Heyman. But this is all about Jay and Roman. And we heard it last night with the promo between Sami Zayn and Paul Heyman. And we'll get more into Paul Heyman and his role because it was it has been absolutely masterful uh, and, and a real a real master class in psychology and the business of pro wrestling and how to get the most out of a out of a out of a story, because this has been going on for a long time, uh, not just Sammy and Roman, but obviously Roman uh, at the head of the table. But we saw that last night when Sammy. And Paul went back and forth, uh, Andreas, in terms of uh, the believability, in terms of laying it on, in terms of of bringing the emotion, right? Like Sammy pointed out things like he's he's like, why am I able to be out here, Paul? Why am I here talking to you? If this was three months ago, Solo would have been out here doing work. Those, you know, he's like, you would have this. He would have been protected. You would have been protected. But things are falling apart. You know, this isn't right. You know, like really playing on the heartstrings and the emotion of this story and and chipping away 
and sowing the seeds of doubt, right? That might be forming inside the bloodline. Those, those elements of psychology, I can't help but not think that's all, almost all Paul Paul Heyman. This is this has Paul Heyman written all over it, the little things, the nuances, and then oh yeah, again, bookending Monday and Friday, he was pro wrestling this week in the world of WWE. One hundred percent. I mean, the, the puppet mastery of Paul Heyman has been incredible. I want to ask you something, Ryan. Um, sure. As a as a child, when your parent is dating somebody outside of the marriage, like they you know they get a divorce and they're dating somebody sure, sure. new, and the kid realizes, hey, ma. That dude is cheating on you. Mom's like, nah, he's not cheating on me. He loves me. And finally, as a child, you accept the person that your mother is with. But in the back of your head, you always know that this dude has been cheating on Ma. Sami Zayn is the dude that's been cheating on Ma to Jey Uso. And Roman's dad, he's like, listen, listen, dude. He came, in to break, came in to break up the family. Yeah, he came in. He, he's breaking up the family. I saw this coming. Y'all didn't. I accepted this dude you're dating. And now when he finally shows his true colors, now you want to be upset? That's, I think, Jay's biggest frustration is, I knew this was coming. I accepted it because of the family. But now that Sammy is, he's he didn't hit KO. He didn't do what you wanted to do. I knew this was going to happen from day one. I think that's where the true story lies. So it it doesn't even need to be like a dislike for Sami Zayn or a rivalry with him and Kevin Owens or what it could be. It could be Jay imploding the bloodline from within. It could it could very well like, be because it's like almost like a scorched earth, like from the standpoint, like, well, if we can't have it together, I told you we can't have it. I can't have it. I tried to do right by this. I'm going to burn everything to the ground because you don't deserve it because you're a blind bum and you could have had the world. Right. We were beautiful together, man. Yes. What happened to you? Yes. Right. Like that, that <laughs> sort of psychology. No, this that, that's what great storytelling is all about. And, and, and like you said earlier, it's like, hey. We don't necessarily think Sammy's going to win, right? But it's about how we get to the destination. Sometimes you don't have to be too cute. Sometimes when you're it's, it's first and one and you're about to punch it in, you don't need to run a flea flicker on first and one. You can just punch it in and give the fans what they want and score. And don't I think that's get, all. Don't, they, need to get, don't need to get ah, tricky. Don't get fancy. <laughs> I don't need you to get fancy with this story. I don't need you to try to swerve me. Give me what I want. Just make it worth it when i get there and i think that's what they're going to do that's why i'm saying if sammy loses elimination chamber it doesn't bother me because if the destination is where it's supposed to be i'm good with that just make sure the storytelling's on point cody win the royal rumble no shit right like (laughs) big shocker but they in in the process they make gunther look like a million bucks there's other ways to tell stories even though we know part of the destination it's totally fine reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest but let me play devil's advocate here let's see so no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. 
part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash bustedopen. That's mintmobile.com slash bustedopen. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash bustedopen. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. Hey everyone, it's Howard Bender from the Andy Up Podcast. Every weekday, Adam Ronis and I serve you up the picks, plays, and fantasy information needed to win your bets. You know, this isn't just your average sports betting show, though, for one very good reason. We won't tell you what to do unless we've already done it ourselves. That's right. We put our money where our mouths are, so we're just as invested in each bet as you are. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts or listen on the SXM app, free for most subscribers. On Friday Night SmackDown, the rowdy one, Ronda Rousey, making her return to WWE. First time we've seen Rousey. She lost her title to Charlotte Flair on a Friday night SmackDown. A surprise return for Charlotte Flair at the time. And last night, we get a surprise from Ronda Rousey. She comes out, beats down Natalia, uh, joined side-by-side there of her old friend Shayna Baszler. Looks like, Dre, they might be going with a story with Baszler and Rousey. I don't know how they're going to tell this story. I can just tell you that I don't care. I don't care. I, I don't care. I don't care, Dre. It's been, I mean, going back to the rock appearance with Rousey when she was ringside and she came in and hip tossed Stephanie McMahon. Okay. We go back five, six years, seven years, God, whatever that was all those years ago, you'd sit there and you say, well, maybe there's a chance, you know, she was a little shaky in this situation, but maybe she'll come around. Dre, that was six years ago. and We're still sitting here. Maybe she'll come (laughs) around. I don't believe her when she's on television. I don't believe her as a character. I don't know what we can do to make her sellable outside of she was a monster in the UFC, and she is a great all-time legendary mixed martial artist. She can't talk on a microphone for squat. She's not even as a heel. I thought maybe that would be it. Make her go full heel. She's she can be hateable. She can cut a promo. She really can't. Ready for another analogy? You ready, Ryan? Yeah, I love them. Keep them coming. Busted over nation. Ronda Rousey <laughs> is the Ben Simmons of pro wrestling. 
Okay. Let me, let me elaborate. All right. Ben Simmons coming out of LSU was a natural. When we saw Ben Simmons arrive, we were like, man, he could be the next LeBron James. Yeah. He's tall. He's got point guard skills, great defense. He sees it, got great IQ. And all we've seen from Ben Simmons is regression. He's hasn't improved a single aspect of his no, game. No, he's got he's got the yips, man. Thank you. Mentally, he has yes. fallen apart. Yeah. Ronda Rousey has had the same issue Ooh, since she debuted. Because Ronda Rousey was a natural. Hey, she, hey, hey, it was sorry, undeniable. Yeah. You talk about skill, you talk about talent. You looked at Ronda when she worked the match with Hunter and Stephanie. You were like with Kurt Angle, you were like, oh, she's got it. Mm-hmm. That first year working Sasha Banks. Like she had great matches. The wheel started coming off, heading heading into the Becky and Charlotte feud at WrestleMania. From that point on, following that loss, the way she dealt with the fans, the way she dealt with social media, it's like Ben Simmons can't take a shot. I honestly thought it was Charlotte more than anything, because remember, Charlotte kind of came into that at the end of it to kind of, I feel like, bump it up and get interest. And she She was the glue. She got shredded. Yeah, she shredded her. Charlotte shredded Ronda. Charlotte came in as the ring general in that match. Yeah, like Charlotte came in and was like, all right, let me take control of this shit yep. right here and we can yep. get this to where it needs to be at WrestleMania. And mm-hmm. the match still wasn't great. But Ronda, how she dealt with fan response, how she dealt with social media, and mm-hmm. upon her return at the Royal Rumble, was that a year, two years later? After she had, like, Something she has like regressed. Oh. She is not getting any better. Ben Simmons from Philly to Brooklyn has become a worse player. It's like, bro, you still ain't shooting the ball? Like you shoot, you're shooting the ball less now. You're four the same times, guy. Four times a game, right? Like, what are you doing out here? Like, we see it. You have the ability, but something told us, like, just like Ronda in the UFC and Ben Simmons in LSU, is like something ain't clicking with you mentally. Something's not there. Like Ronda checked out of the UFC in the manner that one hundred percent. We watched it. Yeah, we it watched her mentally fall apart. Yeah, ben Simmons 100%. the same way. At LSU, people were just like, well, he'll turn it up in the NBA. He never did. He had a great rookie year. And after that, he just, he never got better. He got the yips. Ronda's got the yips. She can't cut a promo. Her promos have gotten progressively worse. 100%. And that's the worst. And that's the worst part. Ben Simmons doesn't have to cut promos, right? No. Ben Simmons doesn't have to sell with his mouth and make us believe. That's what he has the NBA for. They're the promoter. They go out there. They do that. They make him a star. They can make a star out of Tim Duncan. They can make a star out of Ben Simmons. If you can play, that's the problem. He can't play. Flip side of that, Ronda Rousey can't sell. Ronda Rousey, I think, could work a match. We saw it in her early years. We know she, she's athletic. She seemingly cares about the business. She puts in the work. Uh, I, I, her in-ring is okay. It's pretty solid. I think it could be a lot better, but, I mean, she's still relatively young. And, like, I, I, in the business, I should say, she didn't obviously start and want to do this. She kind of got brought over into it. And, and in that time, I feel like, again, physically, in terms of the in-ring, has done a pretty solid job. Like, I don't want this to be all doom and gloom, but every time she grabs a microphone, it is. I'm waiting for it now. Now I'm waiting for it. Now this, the hairs on my arms are starting to stand up. Now I'm starting to feel cringy for her. Now I'm starting to wonder when the words are going to slip up, when she's going to stutter, when she's going to stammer, when she's going to lack the confidence to make me believe in whatever she's selling. I don't believe it. I want to believe it. I'm rooting for her. It just does not work. Remember when Ben Simmons, you said in the, people said in the offseason, I was like, I've seen him shoot jumpers. I've seen Ben Simmons shoot threes, right? There's like yeah. when the regular season hit. He ain't shoot that shit. It's Ronda Rousey. She could probably cut a promo great on Twitter, but you put a hot mic in her hand, it's over. Or and she can cut a great promo on Twitch, right? Yeah. Or like she's got some feelings on something or like the business and like taking whatever. We've seen it, right? But we, when you a live environment, like you said. It, it, if something is wrong, because it's not like 
just like Ben Simmons, it's not like we don't see the gifts that Rhonda has. Like it's it's very obvious that this woman has a passion for this business. It's very obvious yeah. that if you hone this skill set, she's tremendous. Mm-hmm. But something mentally just ain't there. And now we're bringing her back. And yes, it seems like a tag team title run for her and Shayna. I don't know how you get there with damage control. Yeah, I go to. I don't. I don't really understand what we're doing here, but. All right. Well, well, that's the that's the real the unfortunate part of this is like in a different scenario, I feel like Rhonda could take this and use it as fuel. In that different scenario, right? Like if if she's the Olympian, right? And let's say she doesn't have her UFC. Let's say she doesn't have her UFC career. Let's just say she's the Olympic bronze medalist and she's coming out of there and she goes to NXT and she comes up through the ranks and you know she she comes up through the independence and she works her way. She's got that love for pro wrestling and. There's that part of the story, right? But she doesn't have that part of the story. No. She was, her story is for a portion and period of time being the face of the UFC. And one of the biggest pay-per-view draws they've ever had. With that comes millions of dollars, right? With that comes some some semblance of, of, of comfortability and, and um, lack of worry. Right. So my point that I'm making, Andreas, is that if this is a hungrier Ronda Rousey, you can show her the booze. You can show her the tape. You can show her the lack of improvement and being like, you are going to blow it. You have all the physical gifts. You have all these opportunities to go out here and make a living in this business. You can be a star. But does Ronda Rousey want that? How does she really view pro wrestling? I'll use an example. Misha Tate, one of her greatest rivals. Right. Now, I don't listen. Misha's not Ronda. Ronda's not Misha. Misha is not a really big pro wrestling fan. She doesn't really understand it. Right. And we've talked about it. Misha's my friend. We went back and forth. I told her, Misha, there's a lot of money to make. You might want to like this pro wrestling thing. You you might want to be interested in this because there might be a story for you to run with Ronda in the WWE. It's not the point I'm really trying to make. The point I'm trying to make, right, is that Misha Tate, I don't think, would be in that situation successful because she doesn't have the drive to be she doesn't have that 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 desire to be a great professional wrestler now i'm not saying that from the standpoint that ronda doesn't have that desire i don't know if she has a desire to be a truly great legend right to be a charlotte flair to be a sasha banks to be a becky lynch to be a leader to be a trish stratus right the list can go on as i use the females i could use plenty of males as well but for the sake of this conversation i'm going with the ladies right I don't know if she has that. She has the opportunity to have that. She has the the possibility of being able to do that. But the flip side, Andrea says she's comfortable. She's made a lot of money. She's established a legacy in a different sport. So my point is when you put her up against the wall and you say like when push comes to shove, is this something you want? You're a joke. People are laughing at you. People do not believe you. You're throwing away a great opportunity. I don't know if those words and those emotions and those feelings hit the same way they do for a Ronda Rousey as they would for a Roxanne. To use an example, I mean, it's it's like when you you know we use music for instance, and you go in the studio, and some everybody's scared to tell you that that song ain't it, bro. Mm. That don't don't release that as a single. That song don't don't you put that shit in the atmosphere. There's nobody nobody's there to tell her that, right? Yeah. Like Shane is gonna be your advocate because they're friends, and of I course. expect her to be that way. But I don't know if 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 Hunter or anybody backstage is is going, hey Rhonda, you're blowing this. 
Hey everyone, Jen Piacenti here, host of Sticks and Stacks, the podcast that brings you the very best action from the world of hockey and baseball. Each week, myself, Sean Drotar, and Nate Lundy will bring you our best picks and talk you through the props, bets, and fantasy advice that can help you become the best fantasy manager in your league, or even just help you win some money. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts or listen on the SXM app, free for most subscribers. Weekly winner for myself and Andreas Hale give you the best show there was in the week of professional wrestling. And, and, and Dre, we start this segment the way we start every hour three. We head back to Monday night, brother. And if one segment, if one promo can win you a weekly winner, well, then Paul Heyman and Cody Rhodes did their damnedest on Monday Night Raw because holy shit. Boy, that was incredible. Like, I don't even remember the rest of Raw. Like, what happened? Right. Yes. (laughs) Legit. Doesn't matter. Do we even need to talk about it? Because that was a historical benchmark uh, promo. The promo, right? When when, when the package is hit six weeks from now or whatever the hell it is, right? And we go into WrestleMania night two, presumably, right? When we look back 20 years from now, when we think about the story that led to the bloodline and, and potentially the culmination of the son of the plumber, right? This promo. On Monday, right? Remember the My Way promo with Limp Biscuit. Remember? And all the, the feelings and the emotions and that package that we still go back and look at. And you're like, damn, I feel that. I'm living that shit. 20 years later, Dre just showed me the goosebumps on the Zoom, right? We will be having that 25 years from now. When you look back on Cody Rhodes and Roman Reigns and the bloodline and the story, Monday night, that imagery, those words, that feeling, that moment, you will be seeing it and feeling it 25 years later. That's how important this was. And I am not being hyperbolic even though i've been known to dabble in that area (laughs) in the realm of (laughs) ryan the real question as we go through the rest of these shows is it's a three-hour show is that strong enough to make it the weekly winner let's let's move on to these other shows from this past week all right all right well like you said what else happened on monday night raw was there other parts of the show we don't know but uh no that 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 promo was absolutely spectacular. We move over into NXT. Obviously, them coming off their Vengeance Day premium live event last Saturday after Dreamer and I went off the air. That obviously was the show and what a show it was. And then Tuesday, they followed up with that. Uh, I'm just going to say this. There's a lot to like about NXT, uh, whether it be Carmelo Hayes, right, and what he's doing, whether it be the champion himself, Braun Breaker. Dude, pretty deadly what they're doing in the tag division. But as we this particular Saturday as we give weekly winner and we talk about Tuesday. I just, I really need to uh, continue talking. I've talked about her a little bit on social media, but what she's starting to do now with her clips, what she's starting to do now with her work rate, with her creativity and being so young in her career, Saul Ruka, what this woman is putting on in a very short period of time, putting on tape is spectacular former cheerleader competitively out of Oregon. I believe um, one of those, like I get, I'm going to tell you, I'm a, I don't give a shit how it sounds because I was right then. And I'm going to be right now. Saw Bianca Belair, I think two times in NXT, her initial match where she whipped old girl with her hair. And like, it was like, you just saw something special. It was very clear that this was not a normal athlete and was not a normal personality. I see that was so like no. str- just jumps off the page. She, she is she is special she yeah. is special and i see some special things there's some yeah, things they do. That, yeah. there's some things that i'm like yeah but you mentioned it carmelo hayes he is him 
He yep. is him. That is the guy. If there's one guy, like when we talk about like WrestleMania weekend, like everybody, you know, Cody and Roman, no, or the or the Mania after, or excuse me, the the Raw after Mania. Look, look, bro. Yeah. If there's one man that needs to hold that title at the end of a, a show, it is Carmelo Hayes beating Braun Breaker because he is him. It is time. Right. That being said, NXT was okay. Yeah, <laughs> like it was just okay. Yeah, yeah that, that, that's fine. And, I, and I'm with you, but there's like a lot of positives to take away from that, right? And again, it's okay. Uh, pretty deadly as well. I, I just think they should start getting their flowers in terms of one of the better tag teams out there doing their thing. Really enjoyable. Love watching uh, what they bring. Um, speaking of love watching what they bring, Dre, Wednesday night, Dynamite, they've been on a burner in terms of uh, weekly winner recently and whether it be the controversial promo from from mjf he kicked off the show as well against Takeshita, uh the jamie hater bunny match uh the the obviously the end of the show with the world tag team championship a, a bit of a surprise right when you talk about new champions so much on that show and oh yeah a knockdown drag out war between Roosh and Daniel Bryan, Bryan Danielson, right? Uh, absolutely. As old, good old JR would say a true slobber knocker. So much to like about Wednesday. I mean, you didn't even mention the trios match with the elite and AR Fox oh. and the bucks. Like, come on, man. I mean, you know, you cut a good promo when you're MJF, when you have people calling the cops. Yeah, actually. <laughs> so i i just want to i want to pull up my twitter because i just saw you said uh for those that don't know mjf obviously um you know is a controversial figure he cut arguably one of the most controversial promos of his career where he talked about a uh, a car ride in his high school days that involved a, a a sexual act that resulted in an accident and all this controversy right looked like potentially mjf was admitting to a crime on television so much so that reports were saying the nassau police department out there were, were getting uh, uh complaints flooding uh flooding of calls and complaints and people you know giving tips right mjf always on the work right an hour ago tweeted out if i get one more call from nassau police department i swear to god snitches all of you snitches uh, again i don't know how everyone feels about it it was definitely a touchy subject like i don't you know you can feel one way or the other but you felt it was controversial this is a guy who continues to find ways to keep people engaged and that was another one but i will say you know he's walking a fine line that that line of real and, and what is and, and what really where the truth actually lies he dances on that line better than anybody and i'm here for it but it you know you there are times where you can overstep your your your, your anything your bounds and, and one thing i'll say add to that is mjf was drifting into babyface territory yeah he has found a way to just continue to be like push back against that that unwanted babyface cheer yeah, he's like you like me you like me yeah. here i'll give you a reason to like me. i'm gonna yeah. find ways for you yeah. to hate me yeah, and, and through all that his match with Takeshita was fantastic one of the better matches I've seen from him, yeah. just in terms of simplicity and the way it was worked and the story that they told. It was a really well done match. You're right. It was great. So Dynamite, very good show. We had two, we had a promo on Raw. We had a promo on Dynamite. Two very different promos, but man, yeah. the yeah. week of the promo. It really was. And then well, it was the week of Paul Heyman, but that fits as well. When you talk about the week of the promo, Paul Heyman, uh, master when it comes to that mic work. So we flip from Wednesday over to Thursday and uh, we've got impact to talk about so much of busted open is uh, a part now of impact, whether it be Dave LaGreca and his backstage 
uh, segments or obviously Tommy Dreamer, Mickey James, Bully Ray and uh, everything that's going on over there. We got Santino back. He's in the fold. Uh, Speedball Mike Bailey continues to do his thing. Uh, he's sep- shaping up, I should say, for a big WrestleMania weekend with the multiverse thing happening. But uh, yeah, man, just another enjoyable show from one of the most consistent products in pro wrestling with Impact. They just do a great job every Thursday, man. So we pivot from Thursday into Friday. Dre, and due respect to Rampage, fine hour show, not in re- uh, weekly winner category, but SmackDown. Uh, a SmackDown that was ruled uh, almost exclusively by the bloodline with stop-ins here and there with Jey Uso and Paul Heyman with Sami Zayn and Jey Uso. The back and forth, the questions, everything that uh, we weren't sure right uh, about it and where everything's heading. We're getting more clarity. They're continuing to they're 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 laying out the breadcrumbs. Right, we're following the story, but it was the bloodline story on Friday night. A great story. Paul Heyman anchoring a lot of it, but was it enough to give it the nod for weekly winner? I mean, um, we haven't even talked about this, but when Matt Cat Moss wins your main event, is yeah, you're not you're okay. Not so let's win. talk about that now, because <laughs> I I like him. He seems like a fine guy. He's God. He's resilient as all hell, right? He's here in this position. But Mm -hmm. in terms of booking, what? What? We care. What? I was he. What? (laughs) This guy's still with the company. No disrespect. But that's what, like, what are we doing here? What type of stories are we telling? Like, this just happens basically overnight. And I know they've been doing the thing with Emma and like, it just, it's weird. It's very weird because we all know Gunther's not losing to Madcap, right? right? Like Gunther's going to murder him. But this was this was a show that was so bloodline heavy that when we got to the end and we're like, wait, Madcap won? Like, nah, not my weekly winner. Mm-mm. No, weird show. Weird show, right? And I'm glad you brought that up because that's not something we even talked about the way the show ended with Madcap Moss. But yes, that happened. He's your new next challenge for the Intercontinental Champion. And, and... We, you were talking about, you know, when do we, we punt and cut bait? When do we cut bait with Lacey Evans? They're not doing her any favors, man. I think like, okay, so here's, okay. We're going to give you weekly winner, but let's actually talk about this. The issue with Lacey Evans, it's like the big show effect, the the hot and cold, a million different stories being told and, and where does she lie and what character is she? But the real unfortunate part of this is like, it's not Ronda Rousey, right? Like you look at someone who's failing and you're like, oh, this is cringe. This is not working. Lacey Evans is unlikable. She can be, I mean, just look no further than a couple of weeks ago when she, when she okie doked the kid on the rail and everyone, you know, had a field day with it. She's, she's, she likes heat, man. I feel like she, she basks in it. I feel like she can operate really well in being disliked. That is a, that is a tool. That is a that is something you want in your back pocket, but they just they can't make her work, Andreas. And I don't understand it because I think she's a natural heel and she is unlikable, but I don't care about her because you told me I don't care about her. There's no consistency with her. None. Zero. Zero. It was like I think about Baron Corbin, right? And happy yeah. Corbin, I hated it. But when Baron was miserable, Bum ass Corbin was great. It was fantastic, but they, they yeah. cut bait on it too quick. Yeah. With Lacey, it's like Every gimmick has this this very short shelf life. And if you keep changing, like at a certain point, nobody cares. Nobody cares right now. Like Lacey, now she's the Sergeant Slaughter protege. It's like, all right, really, guys? Because just, just a few weeks ago, you were giving me these sob stories of, you know, her surviving. Before that, she was like 
the 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 old the old lady type and it was like with the women's right and it's like man you figure this shit out and you keep bringing her back with these new gimmicks i'm tired the worst part was it's just it's not i don't think it's a year ago when you were doing the the trailer park upbringing and the the hard times i mean like you really sold that and that was also her putting her soul into those promos that was her story that was her son of a plumber that was dusty's you know like that was that was her story to go out there and do her best work and you fumbled it you completely wasted it completely wasted it yeah this is and this is I don't blame her for this, right? This is I don't this is not her fault. This, no, like, and that that's the why I brought up Rousey. Right. Like this is not her fault. She just keeps getting stuck. It's like, all right, we're gonna do a new one this week and see if it works. Hey man, at a certain point, if an actor just keeps getting a bad script, people are gonna think he's a bad actor. And that's where we're at with Lacey Evans. She's I think she's talented. I think she's got something. Vince clearly liked her, but if you keep changing gimmicks on her and you keep bringing her back, like the fans ain't gonna care. But she, you're the the main point. You said she's a natural heel. She is. Don't don't babyface this woman. Yeah. And now we just don't care. But that's SmackDown. Yep. Like, like SmackDown is a very weird show. Mad Cat Moss, Lacey Evans, the return to Ronda. If it wasn't for the Bloodline, boys, wouldn't have been a yeah. great show. Oh, no, it would be terrible if it wasn't for the Bloodline. I wouldn't even be talking about this show. I'd be sitting here like, well, what? Do, <laughs> we're coming into a Saturday. We got to recap SmackDown. Rats. Like, how, how are we going to do this and make this an entertaining show? But thankfully, we have the bloodline, one of the best stories ever. And then, yeah, a whole bunch of question marks. So, yeah, no, it ain't SmackDown for me. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, man. Yes, a promo, a singular promo can win you weekly winner. I think I set up how special that promo was on Monday night with Cody Rhodes and Paul Heyman. It'll be played in packages. It will define the story. It is a one-liner, right? Dusty told me. That you are his favorite son, dig it, Gold Dust, right? Dig it, Dustin Rhodes, right? There, there. That's great, right there. You, you already care because of that, right? But Roman Reigns is the son he wished he always had. There was just so much to that, and it hit so deep. It will resonate 25 years later. I have to go with Monday Night Raw for that promo and for what was a fine show overall, but that promo really, for me, like a great championship match, like a great swerve to end, whatever you want to say to define it, a great promo like that that makes you care. Right. And also helps set the divide between a Sami Zayn and a Cody Rhodes story going in. I think he's doing a really good job of keeping them separate, but while also acknowledging that there is some friction there. Masterful, masterful work by Paul Heyman and Cody Rhodes. Monday Night Raw is my weekly winner for this week. All right. I'm going with AEW Dynamite. Busted Open is part of the Sirius XM Sports Podcast Network. The producer is Gabby Laspisa. The associate producer is Andre Viola. Sound design by Neri Bailon. Special thanks to SiriusXM Senior Vice President of Sports Programming and Podcasting, the legendary Steve Cohen, and SiriusXM Fight Nation Program Director, Mother Marissa, Marissa Rivas. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.
Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply.